The Digi-volution! Is that Ben running? Did you see? Did you hear? Did you know it was coming? Our Digi-destiny! Starts today. Let me hear you say... Digimon! Woo! Even I felt nerdy after that. Hello, welcome to Podmon Adventure, the podcast where they're cute when they're not so slimy. Hmm. Today we are watching episode 50 of Digimon Adventure, Joe's Battle. I'm here, no one is here, Dandy's asleep. Thank God. Thank God. And um, we defeated Machine Jermon. We organized the Numamon <laughs> into a union. Their union was was crushed by Machine Jermon. And, uh, and now we're off to fight... Piedmon and Joe's going to do something this episode, I assume. Yeah. Is a safe assumption. Um, but yeah, so. So what's what's new, buddy? How you been been occupying oh your time? Any cool uh games, shows or anything you've been into oh shit. as of I late? Mean, no, I still haven't played Baldur's Gate 3 and I really want to do that. But um no, other than that, let me think. Um, shows I've been watching the last, the latest season of Dimension Twenty is really fucking good. Um, Mentopolis, um, they've got a, a really good cast uh, this season, and it is basically it's basically like a um, sort of a noir scenario, um, but within the mind of a uh, scientist. So like all the characters play thoughts or like sections of the mind like uh and um the this the city of mentopolis is basically a uh just a like uh topography created out of the various sections of the brain like mm-hmm. there's a part of the, the city that's the occipital lobe and you know frontal cortex all that shit that's cool yeah it's, it's very interesting yeah it's very well researched too like there's pretty clear parallels to like your actual um you know neurological systems apparently in research for the season they uh, spoke to like half a dozen different uh, neuroscientists mm-hmm. um so that's pretty cool um hank green is in it that's that's neat i like him yeah hank green's cool yeah um where's this drop out word which i'm pretty sure uh not that i would ever share a password but uh you know, the, if if a password ends up in <laughs> in a message <laughs> to you, you heard. You know, the, yeah. uh, it could you know could happen. Just <laughs> stranger things have happened. Uh, what about you, man? Um, I've been so I've been watching. Um, I once or twice a week, I'll. Uh, go over to my parents for dinner, and so we can avoid conversation, we'll watch something on TV. Uh, we just finished The Good Place uh, a couple weeks ago and started watching uh, Hell on Wheels. Aren't they fundamentalists? Hmm? <laughs> Aren't they fundamentalists? Uh, my, my mom, more so than, than my dad, is... Uh, like I think it's just a matter of convenience and tradition for for my dad. I don't think he really cares all that much about it. Um, huh. But yeah, that was. Um, Did that come up when you were watching The Good Place? 
Like, where's Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> Oddly, no. Oh, no, it's it, weird. Yeah. Um, and I, I, yeah, I, I didn't ever have that conversation with my mom of like, cause have you, you've seen it, right? Yeah. Okay. So like the, like the big question at the, at the end of it. I thought the, the ending was really kind of, I think the show in general is a lot dumber than it thinks it is, but it, it's, it's still very entertaining and fun to watch and stuff. Yeah. But like, uh, I don't know. They, it, it's very freshman, uh, uh, philosophy major. Well, for sure. <laughs> like, but like the 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 question at the end of basically like, well, how do you not get bored with eternity? Eventually, yeah. if you can do any do anything, at some point you run out of things to do i never got to have that conversation with my mom mm. of course i'm sure that her answer would be well well jesus yeah it's like he would just like okay but like you're not actually engaging with the question that's yeah. not that's not an interesting answer to just hand wave and say well jesus will make it okay to to just do to do nothing for for eternity i think that is actually approaching a correct answer though like obviously it wouldn't be just be jesus and that's like underthinking the response but like if you were in a like divine afterlife there's no reason to assume that you would have the same like constraints of novelty and like necessity but also if why would you retain like a personhood and identity yeah that is inherently i think a like struggle and uh, sort of vice of the material world is that we have individual bodies that we observe the universe through. Yeah. But, yeah, the I, I get what you mean. Fucking, <laughs> the yeah, that's kind of like why I thought they sort of fumbled the bag there at the end. It was just like they've been trying to create a, a uh, an afterlife that would be suitable for your time on Earth. But what they eventually come to is just that, what if we could die? <laughs> right. Like, what if we could all just die? Wouldn't that be <laughs> cool? It's like, yeah, well, I mean, we'll, why are we doing any of this then? If the ultimate goal is to just, like, cease being, why send your fucking... I mean, I think uh, having just watched it again recently, I think it does kind of, like, make sense in a in a sense of, like, how... Okay, I think it. Do, you have yeah. you have your afterlife, but at some point, even that wears out of novelty, as yeah. you say. And having the ability to say, "Okay, I'm done. I'm ready to stop existing," and not just it the just happens. right the the paranoia and uh, and the other word that I can't think of right now of the fact that when you die, it's just. Sopranos ending, yeah, you know, yeah. I I don't know. I think, um, yeah. If you're imagining like a neuroses—that's the word I'm looking yeah, for. Yeah. If you're imagining like a life as in like the way it exists in the good place, then it's you know you just have wait longer until you die, right? I and mean, it's on your own terms. But yeah, I think that's kind of like again, it's deviating from what we understand our like experience to be, which it would have to do to imagine a, an afterlife anyway. Right. But just the 
I don't know. It, it feels like they, they're constantly having to make these choices to like sort of kneecap their really interesting philosophical questions mm-hmm. so that they can have a TV show. Right. Which is always a problem. <laughs> like, but I don't know. It, it's still a good watch. I think it's one of the best things that's been on TV in like the last, I don't know, 15 uh, years. Yes, certainly on, on network television. Oh, yeah. for sure. Um, and uh, oh, what's her name? The main character? Oh. Uh, Kristen Bell? Yeah. She's, yeah, she's great. Yeah, I love her. Um, yeah, I, I've, like, I don't subscribe to it, but the, like, Simsarin afterlife thing that they have of people, like, they that they come up with of people keep trying until they get into the good place and they can stay there as long as they want to until they return to the universe and dissolve their consciousness. I, I do think that's like, even though it's like the way they approach it is network TV surface level. I th- think that's probably one of the more appealing theological, uh, or spiritual afterlife constructs that I've, yeah. that I've heard that doesn't, it is the most compatible with, uh, uh like uh, network TV, and that it is the most like comforting and yeah. like home feeling idea for an afterlife. Um, yeah, but so we we finished that, and uh, we've been watching Hell on Wheels. Have you seen that? No. What is that? Um, it's I don't. You could call it a western, but I it takes place a little bit too early in my book to. To qualify, it's like right after the Civil War. Um, it's the building of the Union Pacific Railroad, and the main character is uh, is an ex Confederate soldier whose wife was killed in the war, and he's out for revenge, and he gets roped into working on the railroad, and blah 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 blah. Uh, it's a mixed bag. Um, I don't find the main character that interesting. I'm kind of iffy on like I you know I try not to like look at things through a lens, but also it's like I mean shit happens in in war and it's awful, but I have a hard time feeling bad for anything that happened to Confederates uh and they try to make him uh, sympathetic and all of that. Yeah, I hate... Yeah. That war in particular, it feels like people... I've seen people... Like, I was recently watching, like, I was fucking doom scrolling and I got caught up in a bunch of clips of Band of Brothers. Mm-hmm. And that one scene came up where, like, the Nazi general is, like, giving a speech to... Uh, his remaining troops after they've already surrendered. Yeah. And uh, the one of the American troops is, like, uh, translating it for the rest of his guys. And, like, all of the comments were just like, yeah, man, uh, war, war is hell on, on both sides, you <laughs> know. Uh, the, the, the Germans who fought should be proud, too, of the way they conducted themselves <laughs> in the war. And they were just like, no. <laughs> they actually all should have been executed, if you ask me. Like... Unless you can prove that you were like demonstrably antagonistic towards 
Nazism. Like, I understand, like, getting, like, fucking roped up and forced into it by societal forces stronger than your own, yeah. like, ideology and stuff like that. But, like, you know, if the project is Nazism... I'm not, I'm not, I'm not at any level impressed by your dedication to it. <laughs> right. You know, like it's, I don't care what you sacrificed. I don't care like what, you know, if it was tough, if it was a hard time being a Nazi. And it'd be one thing if he was just like a, a soldier, but he was like, he was a member of the planter class. Yeah. So like he was like, he was a slave, a slave owner and they still like try to, portray him as being sympathetic and like uh union members as being antagonistic and like i have no like i have no delusions that like for all the good that lincoln eventually did for black people it was they were still americans (laughs) so like they still sucked (laughs) yeah yeah exactly like it was still like (laughs) <laughs> it was still restrained by his own ideology, and that doesn't even get into yeah. the shit that that administration right. did to the native population to, I mean, allow us to live where we live right now. Yeah. So, like, no no delusions there. Uh, but it's a mixed bag. But I, oh, I'm, so, uh, I'm so picky when it comes to... when it comes to Westerns. It's like there's... Mm. Has, like... And the thing that sucks is I've never really found one, like TV or movie-wise, that hits me in the same way that Red Dead does. And that's always what I'm searching for. And there... I, oh, fuck. Yeah. But I think that the Western is more typically a like power fantasy and, yeah. and and that's not really what red dead is going for there's some of that obviously right. with like just your sheer ability to like do all the things that a cowboy can do yeah there's um intentional or not there's a lot being said about the changing class dynamics at the yeah at the beginning of industrialization and the closing of the frontier and what all of that and pro- proletarianization and what all of that meant at that uh nexus point of history that a lot of that is r- ripe for the taking that very rarely gets explored yeah in um uh, in westerns but one that i found on uh on netflix it was really really good it's a uh it's a seven-part uh, miniseries called Godless. Um, it's certainly not as like as in depth as Red Dead is, but another thing with with westerns particularly is um, I have to, I have to like the characters. Like I can love to hate them, but the characters have to be like in engaging and dynamic like we're shitting in dirt here people like there yeah. has to be like strong presence on on screen for for me to to care about or to root against or whatever and very well acted Jeff Daniels plays the the villain really in that show yeah and it does a fantastic job he's wonderful highly recommend it you he should play villains more <laughs> We can watch it in a. He basically did a newsroom. 
Yeah. <laughs> Watch it in a in a couple in a day or so. It's it's fantastic. Um other than that, um let's see, Ahsoka just came out. First two episodes were pretty good. Um Harley Quinn's been been pretty solid this season. Um the last episode as of recording this that came out was really good. And let's see. Oh, did you finish Gemstones? Oh yeah, season three. Yeah. 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 So okay. I so really thought they fucking fumbled the bag at the end. Not not the end of where everybody like not the locust thing. Right. But at the very final scene. Where mm. they're like all fucking celebrating unhindered by anything that's happened prior to them. Interesting. So I have two yeah, the locust thing doesn't bother me. Um as much as I like seeing uh, Steve Zahn on screen yeah. again, I, I think that um, his character should have died. Yeah. And, like, not in a uh, homophobic way or anything like that. And to be fair, I think that... There was big. Oh yeah, I think there was big question about whether the the show would get renewed when they were making this season. So they mm-hmm. tried to wrap things up with a tight bow. But I don't know. It all depends on how they handle it next season. But I don't know how I feel about uh, Keith and uh, and Kelvin. Not because Actually I'm against being, them no, no, no. being together, but... I totally get where you're coming from. To me, it felt like the whole, like, power of... Or the, like, the comedic element of their relationship was the fact that it is so taboo in Christian circles for, you know, gay relationships to exist. And their obliviousness to exactly. it. Exactly. Their yeah. inability to see that that is a possibility for their interacting. Yeah. Which now it feels like, retroactively... That it was all just like a play act that they were doing, right? That they that they were like imagining that it couldn't be, uh, or that it wasn't there. But the the yeah the comedy in it is very Tobias Fumke. Yes, um, it, it's it's the the unawareness, like the the lack of so yeah the lack of self awareness, yeah. the lack of um, sort of understanding how their like identity is manifesting, how other people see them, right? Um, for them to be like an openly gay couple, uh, like I think we're it's not a it's not a thing for representation anymore, is it? Like I feel like we're at the point where gay people are pretty well represented in media. You yeah, over represented if you ask me. <laughs> 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 They're rubbing our faces in it. No, 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 absolutely not. No, I, of course not. Just like. It's it's not as much of a statement as the alternative would have been, right? Of just like showing the actual like, uh, sort of uh, neuroses at the heart of the Christian mind, and that's kind of why I didn't like the ending in general. Mm-hmm. Is because like, sure, in the real world, people like that, yeah, there are no consequences. They're right. like they just get to do whatever they want. Yeah, but in these very specific terms of like what they're dealing with, they don't get any of the like consequences of what that would mean in the real world. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, the fucking, the like three percenters or whatever the fuck they are, the, the militia people. Yeah. Them getting like raided by the police 
is the least fucking likely ending to the oh like, yeah for sure them being in bed with the police <laughs> yeah is entirely more like it's it's like it doesn't it oh it's pulling its punches more than any other Danny McBride thing I've ever seen mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah like it. And it's got the most deserving subject of satire and criticism yeah. that he's ever dealt with. And it feels like it just feels neutered for that reason. Like I thought after the first episode of the whole series that mm-hmm. like it was going to like really rip, like it was going to like fucking get to at the heart of some really fucked up shit. Right. But it just, it want, it want, again, it's like it wants to be a show too badly. You know, yeah, and it can't do that if you are past the point of seeing, of loving to hate the characters, and you just hate them. Which is what how I would feel about anybody that's in any of their positions. Yeah. So. Yeah. And for them to just like end off by like the mother who had the most like internal uh, uh, critique about what the family was doing in their place in the world Mm -hmm. to be like lovingly watching on as they crash it with a fucking monster truck. Right. Feels like really sallow and fucking like unfulfilling, you know? Yeah. Like her, her spirit should still be like in mourning over the state of things. Yeah. You know? Oh, for sure. So anyway, we're going to watch Digimon now. <laughs> we will be uh, right back with episode 50, Joe's Battle. Hear us in a minute. And welcome back. Yep. So, so, so soon. So, so, so. So soon. Um, I think I've mentioned this um, back when... Uh, I got alluded to this back when Angelomon first showed up mm. that we'd have a uh, a, a horny, horny fight. Yeah. This yeah. is a cat fight episode. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, very uh, very upsetting design for a kid's show <laughs> in terms of... What was her name? Uh, Lady Devimon. Lady Devimon. Yeah. I don't know why she wasn't Devi-woman. Yeah, but, that's pretty weird. Um, but... But yeah, I guess let's uh let's go from the top and we'll get we'll get to that as we <laughs> as we get to that. Um well speaking of the top, everybody has has made it to the top of Spiral Mountain and uh we start with Joe and Mimi just nonchalantly just watching an entire city just disappear <laughs> right in front of their eyes. Uh and Goemon says that Ty must have defeated another Dark Master. Why does he assume it's Ty? Yeah, That's why not? <laughs> like the whole team, or or or, or Matt? Like yeah. Matt beat the last one. Why assume that that uh, Ty must have have done it? Like I w- obviously. Also, Ty isn't the one fighting him. You know, <laughs> yeah, Ty's yeah. not running out there. Right, right. On the front lines. Ty is commanding uh, Agumon mm. in his various forms to and you know ass. I'd expect it from uh from the humans from the kids but um like it's a little upsetting hearing the Digimon yeah it, it's it's real like <laughs> it, it's real like Elon Musk invented 
this like new technology thing. <laughs> like, you know, like you're a worker too. You should have an idea. Like you're a Digimon too. You should have an idea of how this whole system works, Gomamon. <laughs> well, Ty's the only one who ever does anything. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, yeah, to be fair, Ty and Dogumon or Matt and Gabumon are probably the ones who beat them since they're the only ones with strong enough Digimon too. But to just assume that it's Ty and just leave Agumon out of the equation like he's just... Well, <laughs> if, if, uh, if Agumon is so Im- important or like if he's so valuable, then why doesn't he have his own Digivice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just an appendage. Right. You know? Ugh. Uh, so Joe and Mimi, along with their Digimon companions, are uh, are walking uphill while, as always, as always, while Mimi complains, as, as always. always. Uh, everyone waits on Mimi, hand and foot, uh, because of her personality, <laughs> right? Uh, although, uh, I think it's Ogremon and Marimon are like just, just nod and go along. What other reason? Are you helping out the eleven-year-old child? Girl? Yeah, yeah. Uh, for her royalty, I think is the yeah yeah. That's what the the other Digimon were. Referencing. Oh yeah, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so after they all get food for Mimi and make camp, uh, Joe has a stress dream about being a failure of a son. Uh, Jesus and living up to his dad's expectations, and so he wakes up and offers to to stand watch. And Ogremon basically calls him a little bitch. Yeah. And uh, Joe's like, "Yeah, that's me. I'm a little bitch, I guess." Yeah. God, I, I'm curious if uh, if any of Joe's um, self derision made it onto the onto the list. Yeah. Okay. Of course it did. <laughs> yeah, His I, opening I, statement was pretty much. I, I figured as much. So uh, cutting back over to Ty's group, um, Kari and TK are making a memorial for nu- for the Numamon that were genocided last week. As they arrive at, uh, at the top of Spiral Mountain at uh, Piedmont's hideout. Um... Mimi is in much better spirits after having her every whim catered to. <laughs> yeah, I think that would help most people. <laughs> it, it probably would. Uh, but you know what? Uh, what doesn't help most people is uh, is seeing what um, the the digital world equivalent of the NICU bombed to. Yeah, oh shit. Yeah. Uh yeah, the state of primary village brings their spirits down real fucking quick. It's leveling a nursery. Yeah. It's uh it's not a it's not a pretty sight. It's it's very Israeli of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh it's one of those one of those things, right, of like uh a TV G Y seven whatever yeah TV Y seven um, rated show from 
1999, like, when you think about the implications of, like, what you're looking at, it's really fucking, really fucking dark. Um, but on the surface, it's like, it's not, you know, it's not like there's, like, corpses of, of baby Digimon lying around, but we've been to the primary village before. We know they're not just, like, eggs. There's, there's babies around there and and such. So, like... They all just got, you know, napalmed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, And grayscaled. Yeah. Which is the worst thing that can, that can happen to you in a cartoon is getting grayscaled. (laughs) Uh, They hear harmonica and run after it, thinking that it's, it's Matthew, but... For now, we cut back to Ty's group, um, and Izzy plugs Andromon into his uh, into his laptop because that's apparently. Yeah. Do all Digimon have uh, USB <laughs> serial ports, or is it just Andromon? I think as long as you are, have like some kind of digital aspect to your Digimon form, right? Izzy can get inside. Yeah. <laughs> so why didn't he do this with like? Metal Greymon months ago. Does Metal Greymon is he like? Is there anything robotic about him? Metal Greymon, yeah. War is, War Greymon, is he, or is he just wearing armor? No, Metal Greymon is like he's cybernetic. Uh, okay. Oh yeah, he's got the he's got the arm. He's got, he's the, got the arm, and on the other arm, like the skin's peeled back, and there's like, I'm pretty sure that like lore wise, Metal Greymon is basically a metal. Skeleton with uh, the Greymon skin over it, but gross. he is like he is a, a cyborg. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Andromon gives them a geothermal reading, um, which again questions about how that that works with Andromon's biology, but we just we just can't because we'll never get to the bottom of it and we can't get to the bottom because we're on the top we Mm. made it to the top of spiral mountain uh lady debbie comes out just like a microwave uh (laughs) 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 oh i assume that made the list oh for sure um yeah lady debbie comes out to to fight them um everybody except agumon digivolves to fighter agumon wants to fight but Ty wants to keep him in reserve. Uh, Ty, after uh, having Izzy check the the Digimon analyzer and such to to find out that Lady Devimon's the the nastiest bitch of the West or <laughs> East or whatever, just just real bad news. Uh, Ty decides to send Sora and TK to to find Matt. Yeah. Uh, I always enjoy Ty actually being strategic. Yeah. Like, it's it's fun to actually have just, like... And Ty is the person for the, for the role. It's always fun to have somebody who's actually thinking, like, uh, beyond just, we need to hit them. Yeah, harder. harder. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even if everyone around him feels the urge 
to constantly either repeat what he's saying or like to spell it out yeah for the for the audience um and a lot of that i assume is like covering lip flaps like people are talking so we got to in the scene so we have to give them something to something to say yeah um but what they said may have been interpreted as seditious so we have to <laughs> <laughs> just have them repeat whatever Ty just decided was going to happen right like, oh, I get it. You you need my brother to help you fight Piedmon. Like, yeah, TK, that's what I just fucking said. <laughs> just like the Contras needed her help in <laughs> South America. <laughs> so we, exactly, so we <laughs> sold those missiles to Iran <laughs> to fund their landmines and guns. So they all take off while um, Angelomon and Kabuterimon fight Lady Devimon, but before we can get to that sexiness, specifically talking about the giant bug, <laughs> uh, we cut back to Joe's crew who find the source of the harmonica. It's our old buddy, Elekmon. Yeah. And uh, everybody is so happy to to see Elekmon. Kind of. Kind <laughs> of. He doesn't believe them for a second. Uh, do they even know Elekmon? They say what's up, like they I, I, yeah, I know they do, but like I don't think they met him. I think that, only, yeah. only TK and yeah, oh, like I think I think Ty and Matt show up and find find TK because like at Primary Village because he's being attacked by uh by evil Leomon. I don't remember anybody else, or if yeah. they met up with everybody else later, but like they act like oh we're we're best friends like mom's just like yeah sure, sure. Who, the f- who the fuck are you <laughs> um, well anyway th- considering this crew thinks everybody is their is their best friend or uh or like everybody is a, is a is a really nice digimon haven't heard that one in a while um it's like mom he's a real sweetheart right. who the fuck are you guys anyway <laughs> Uh, they convince Lekmon to join them by appealing to his uh, his love for Patamon and TK. Mm. So they've they've got someone to uh, to look after the kids now. Lekmon saw someone cross the lake in a swan boat. It's probably Matt. Who else would it be? So Joe leaves Mimi with a horde of reformed Digimon to find Matt mm-hmm. and himself. <laughs> uh. Yeah, Joe leaves because he needs to prove, like, he, okay, so he's like... He needs to prove himself to the team by abandoning the <laughs> exactly. team. Exactly. He's like, I know I should stay and help, but I need you I need you to be able to rely on me. Like, So I'm leaving. <laughs> so I'm leaving. Uh, and, I mean, it makes sense in I a know. way, yeah, he's but like, it also doesn't yeah. at he's, all. He's trying to prove that he can stand on his own two legs. Right. In order to be a part of a team, yeah. which is, I guess it could parse if you're saying, like, you need to be a strong unit of an overall whole. Like, you need to be a complete person to really give everything you can to your group. But I don't know if Joe is going to necessarily find that in isolation or in just sort of abandoning an already pretty, like, uh, demanding goal. Right. Which he could, you know, find his own role 
as a part of a of a team, but I you know, I think Joe is just Joe's trying to find himself, you know. Well it's like I don't know. When you're in that kind of do or die situation, maybe like put yourself aside for a minute and mm. like after everything is over, then reflect on things and what you've learned and find yeah. yourself. This may not be the time to be soul soul searching, yeah. Joe, but he goes off and um you know, we'll see if he succeeds in finding Matt or himself or it's weird what's going to happen. Episode, it's called Joe's Fight. I think that's what it's allu- alluding to, though, because yeah. we get like some self, some self doubt and stuff with Joe, and this is his like his moment of. I just mean in the context of he's one of the few characters that doesn't fight in this episode. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's supposed to be more uh, yeah, internal it, it, and yeah. everything. He's fighting for him himself, his identity. Yeah, I mean they, like they couldn't exactly call the episode uh, like two girls, one arrow, or something <laughs> like that. Although that's probably what I'll call this episode: slap fight on mountain. Right. What's it called? File Mountain. Uh, no, no, no. Spiral Mountain. Spiral Mountain. Uh, File Island was where they originally yeah landed, and there was Infinity Mountain. Right. Uh, speaking of uh, slap fight, though, here we go. It's the it's the horniest, the cattiest cat fight uh, of this whole season. Um, it's a lot like actually getting into it. Um, it's a lot quicker than I remember it. It being. That's what she said. <laughs> Um, yeah, Angelamon and Lady Devimon exchange blows for a little bit, uh, it awakens something in Ty and Izzy. Yeah. (laughs) I know I shouldn't be watching this. (laughs) Right. Like, why? What do you mean? Like, (laughs) I can't take my eyes off of it. And my pants feel really tight and constricted all of a sudden. Yeah, but, uh. Oh man, how have I forgotten her name? Kari. Kari is uh, just uh, like yeah, fucker. <laughs> right, the she's, Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, she's full. She's full WWE. <laughs> yeah, our Lord and Savior. <laughs> Turn the other cheek into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, but at the end of the day, Angelwoman is hotter. <laughs> and so she wins. Like Lady Devimon is is surface hot. She's she's got that like <laughs> this that is uh this is what we were gonna boil down to ranking <laughs> fictional women. <laughs> <laughs> uh, r- ranking fictional digital monster women. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, she's got that. That goth thing, yeah, that's just like easily, just naturally hot. But a- Angelamon is just like has that like, uh, like the 
undergarment of a wedding dress. <laughs> just like I get you, yeah, yeah. It's it's seductive and like classical at the same time. Exactly. I don't know. I th- I like I like Lady Debbie. Uh, we should have a second <laughs> second <laughs> ranking. How fuckable each did you want it? <laughs> but uh, yeah, Lady Deb, uh, Lady uh, Debbie Mon, I think is a little little a little more attractive. She like her color palette better, and she also seems like she has low self esteem and would do weird stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I think Angel Woman would be a hard sell in general. <laughs> right. Um. Have you accepted our Lord and Savior Kari into your heart? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> there's no way you're getting into her pants other than that. And then there's the whole marriage thing. <laughs> uh, let's see, what? Like, strictly humanoids have we had? Obviously, Angel Man, Angel Woman. I guess. Could you count uh, Devimon? If you can count Lady Devimon, I guess you can count Devimon. Sure. Uh, uh, Myotismon. Myotismon. Um, would you count Andromon? Mm, sure. I mean, he's humanoid shaped. Yeah. But uh, uh, Marimon, I guess. I mean, he's, he's a fire person. Right. Yeah, I guess you could count Marimon. Uh, Piedmon. Piedmon. A little, little creep. A little creep. Piedmon. Am I missing anybody? I feel like that's everybody. It feels like it. Leomon is m- mostly. He's a furry. Yeah. I. I <laughs> you have to have some aspect of a human face, sure. I think to okay. count. Otherwise, there'd be uh, a lot. Otherwise, you have to count like Wergurumon, Wargreymon, yeah. and <laughs> shit. What about a uh, fucking um? Oh, what is the centaur? Centaurumon. I mean, <laughs> does he have a man face? It's under a helmet, so it's hard. Oh. You can't assume. Yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah, we we might do a uh, a sexy ranking on the <laughs> on the on the finale. Uh, I remember us way back in the day at the Bone Farm, or at least I was losing my shit over the idea of a reverse centaur, but it not being like reverse in the sense that it's a uh like a, a horse on top and then a person on the bottom. That's right. already funny, but it was like the top half that was like typically would be the upper body of a person was the lower body. <laughs> so it was, it was just like legs and an ass and a, and a dick just, just on top of a horse. Um, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> that might be what's under Centaurumon's uh, yeah. <laughs> helmet. Oh my God. But, uh, but anyway. Uh well Angelmon is definitively hotter because she wins the fight. <laughs> <laughs> uh but masturbation, I mean celebration, <laughs> will have to wait. Piedmon is here. Wargreymon suits up to fight, but can he hold off the most powerful dark master yeah. while Ty waits for somebody, anybody yeah. to find the only other person that can actually Help him win the fight, and yeah. probably everybody else too. It's uh, we'll it's have a good to wait thing. and see. Yeah, it's a good thing Piedmon started walking slowly. Yeah, from like miles and miles away for some reason. Yeah, it, uh, it just had a politeness, I suppose. Maybe it's a it's a it's a mental thing. It's a psychological trap. It's trying to lull you into a sense of security by just walking towards you, ominously. Um. So, uh, let's start with your thing. What's our, uh, what are some good, some good words of wisdom? 
this week. When Joe is despondent, thinking about his his role in the group, he opens up with the phrase, "I'm a doormat." <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Um, let's see. Uh, Ty is describing the severity of their situation with a sports metaphor that he completely fucks up. Yeah, and I don't know if it's like a translation thing or if they were trying to make it happen because he gets most of it right and he just fucking fucks it up at the end. This is bases loaded, two out, and we need a slam dunk. <laughs> I think he, I think they really meant to say grand slam, because that's what that would be. Right. Uh, so just a little, a little fun there. I wish. Sorry to interrupt you, but I wish that they had like just went full on with the mixed metaphor. Yeah. Just so like, like bases loaded, like uh, fourth, like fourth, fourth and down. down yeah. <laughs> bases loaded, and we need a slam dunk. Yeah, that would have been that would have been better. Uh, it's a power play, <laughs> and we're <laughs> um, all right. Uh, the only other lines I have are uh, one, another one from Joe saying they don't call me old reliable for nothing, and <laughs> Gilmore Mon. It's like they don't call you that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll ignore that. <laughs> <laughs> but also, old reliable is like, oh no, I'm thinking old faithful. I was about to say it's a geyser. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Joe's been due to blow up for like <laughs> 80 years now or whatever it is. <laughs> and then whenever uh, Lady Devimon is defeated, she says I'm melting <laughs> as a reference to, you know, uh, the Wizard of Oz, which I found was completely out of place because she's yeah. a devil, not a not a witch. I guess they called her a witch. They, yeah. As a, like an insult. Right. But she didn't seem to identify with. I don't know. That's just a weird thing <laughs> to do. Uh, s- speaking of the sexy witch, where are we? Uh, where you want to put her? How do you, f- um, you feel about her? I thought she was. It was suitably horny. I thought she was. Um, did she say anything fun? I don't remember her saying any. Any having any cool lines? Uh, not particular. Particularly, I don't think. Yeah. You broke it? And she was talking about her weird needle arm? Yeah. I don't know. That not, a, not a ton of personality, but sometimes you don't need much. <laughs> Am I right? Right. <laughs> um, ah, who's at like 10? Uh, Cherrymon. Cherrymon. Which one is that? The Marlon Brando tree. Oh, shit. I don't know. I think Cherrymon's a better character. Uh, Next is Scorpiomon. Scorpiomon. I think Scorpiomon's a better character, too. All right. Then we got uh, Demi Devimon and Devimon. Let's put her uh, under under Devimon, I guess. Under Devimon? Okay. Yeah. yeah next is Venomiotismon. I think she has... Right. More personality and uh, better design. We'll call it. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll call it that. And um, this this episode, mm, it's hard to with these like connected ones really get a sense of their comparative strengths. Yeah. This one established a lot of good conflicts. Uh, 
that being said, it really doesn't make a, a whole lot of sense. Like Ty's, uh, his like decision making and his uh, leadership skills are really shining. I think that's like one of the stronger things about like the narrative of the episode. Because mm-hmm. Joe's thing doesn't really make a ton of sense, as right. we've mentioned. And why did they decide to name the episode after him? Like, because it feels like his thing is going to resolve next episode, right? Probably. So, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I I could be sold on on any of them. What do you What are you thinking? Um, I'm. It's definitely not a rookie. You don't think so? No, I don't think that they're like I don't think it was yeah. boring or anything like really That's fair. egregious. Yeah. Happened. It's either a high champion or a low ultimate. Okay. For me. Um I'd say let's go champion so we have somewhere to go. Yeah. Like I fought for ultimate last week. Uh I don't feel as strongly about this about this episode as I as I did that one to to make an argument I if if there had been more um cuz for one thing one thing that does like that would push me towards it is the fact that our fight this episode wasn't all stock footage yeah. Like there was actually like some punches thrown and like uh actually kind of like and some some bruises and and stuff like actually getting in physical with each other which I think really has only happened like in the War Greymon Metal bond fight. It's the only time I can really think of like it being more than just like named attacks kind of kind of yeah. brawling kind of thing, but there wasn't that that much of it. Like, it was really brief. If that had taken up more of the episode and, like, I don't know, Angela Wan could barely lift her arm because it was broken to fire her arrow or something, yeah. then I'd be like, yeah, fuck yeah, this is a great, this is a great fight. This is, that makes the episode, that pushes the episode up. But since... We just kind of got a taste of that. I would say, I would say, champion would be my right. my take. Let's go with that. But uh, that's this episode, and we'll be back next episode with the crest of friendship. See you then. Bye bye. <laughs>